All right. I know it is the quote unquote week of Jeff Dollar, but um, I have a question about your birthday. Yeah, go ahead. And you know what? It's interesting you bring that up. I'm glad you've been thinking about it too. Is this the week of Jeff Dollar or is next week the week of Jeff Dollar? This is the week of Jeff Dollar. All right. Because my birthday is on Sunday. So it's a, it's almost like a countdown, an anticipatory countdown. Yeah. Yes. You know what I'm going to do next year? Oh boy, what? Advent calendars. Oh god. I mean, I think Jesus <laughs> did it. For yourself or for who? Like whoever wants one. Like for like Jesus, great marketing by the way. He gives you a calendar for the 24 days leading up to his birthday and every single day you get a little chocolate or a treat. Like that's brilliant. Why aren't there Jeff Dollar birthday advent calendars? So you're just going to make one with your with your giant head on it. Yeah, but with 24 doors and then starting sometime in October, whatever, you know, mid-October, you start opening them all up and you get a treat every day <laughs> so to, ridiculous. to just build excitement. Yeah. Um, anyways. Okay. So the reason I asked about your birthday is because I was wondering if you would be okay with sharing your birthday week with a four-year-old, newly four-year-old as of today, Upsider. Uh, yeah, I guess, I guess it's fine. So, so you're, you know, yes. Who is this upsider who dare be born the week of my birth <laughs> is Ellie Grace. And she turns four today and she listens to sh the show. I assume with her mom, otherwise she's a very fancy four-year-old. Um, but happy birthday, Ellie Grace. The upside means living in gratitude, finding the positive in every experience, and helping other people do the same. You are now part of the movement. Welcome to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. If this is your first episode of The Upside, welcome. If you've been here before, welcome back. My name is Jeff Dollar, and today I am grateful for my very thoughtful wife who has left me every day this week, a birthday card. It's like a mini advent calendar. <laughs> yes. I'm um, just kidding. My name is Callie Dollar and I am grateful for these decorative pillows in our living room. <laughs> throw pillows. I love throw pillows. So, okay. We have like all collectively been freaking out because if you know, you know that Wegmans is the best grocery store ever and it is rumored to be coming to Atlanta. So we talked about it on the show yesterday. It was, su it's such a significant thing. Wegmans is that when I took Callie to upstate New York, did it start in upstate New York? It or started, just there? No, it started in Rochester. Okay. And so when I went up to, to upstate New York and Callie went with me, like Wegmans was, was a destination. Like we have to go to Wegmans. Like we have to go see this. We have to go see the Syracuse campus. We've got to go see the Harbor front. We've got to go see yeah. Carousel Center. I call it Santa's grocery store. And we've got to go see Wegmans. Holy moly. You just made my night. Wegmans is coming to Atlanta. I went to school in Buffalo and Rochester and lived in that store. No one has seen a grocery store if you haven't been to Wegmans. Wegmans rules. Oh, my God. What a great night. I called my husband from the car 
so I can tell him. He's so excited. The only downside to that is we live probably on the other side of town, but the upside is that we will travel for Wegman. As you do. It is It is a destiny. It's like a whole thing. Well, the bad news is um, they are not... They do not currently have plans to come to Georgia, as we thought. However, they, they say the official Wegmans spokesperson says they have no plans to come to Georgia, but that might be part of their marketing strategy. Like until they have all the T's crossed and I's dotted, they probably can't say that because that puts them in an, uh, in a disadvantage at the negotiating table. Well, I will say, and I feel like you're probably right. And I also will say that I did read the Wegmans website um, and they are opening stores like as far south as Virginia, which I feel like is a big deal for a company like that. So like we're edging closer to where we live. If you live in Virginia, um, get excited. Now, I feel like I know that there's a Chick-fil-A in Syracuse. I feel like there's a couple Chick-fil-A's in Rochester. And I know that there's a a rumor that a second Chick-fil-A is opening in Syracuse. They have Waffle House up there? I don't know. Huh. But here's what I feel like. We gave y'all Chick-fil-A. We would like Wegmans we, in return. We sent Chick-fil-A from the South to the North. Give us something in return. Here's, it's, okay. We have talked a couple times on the show, and by a couple, I mean a lot, about my internet deep dives. And when we were um, in... Syracuse last time I did an internet deep dive and I was talking about it on Instagram and I was told and or read that the reason that Wegmans can't come further south than Virginia is because there's some sort of like deal with Publix that they like cannot come further south. There's a, it's like the mafia families, like the, the Publix not kidding, family, really the is. Kroger family, the Piggly Wiggly family and the Wegmans family all get together. So I don't know if that's true or not, but um, I mean... I think every grocery chain down here would probably be in trouble. Well, while we're talking about grocery stores, this will be, I promise you, this will be the last thing that we say about the great nut debate of 2019. Well, it's not really a debate. The great, um, the, the nut issue. It's not even, Oh, about the, the is it a nut? Is it a seed? Is it a well, whatever? And, and the chipmunks do not like your cashews. Cause it's not a nut and all that stuff, right? This will be the last thing that we say about it. I had such an enlightening experience today at Kroger mm-hmm. because I am still want to take care of the chipmunks. So okay. I have learned that cashews are, are seeds, even peanuts are seeds, blah, 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 whatever. It doesn't change the fact that I still want to hook up the chipmunks with a treat. And multiple people said that chipmunks love in-the-shell peanuts. So I went to the grocery store and I went to the aisle where they have snacks and trail mix and nuts and there were no in-the-shell peanuts. You know where I found them? Where? In the freaking produce section. That's weird. It's not if you know that they're a seed. Mm, So the nuts, and and now that I think about it, nuts in the shell are always in the produce section. We've just been blind to the truth. Interesting. 
So that'll be the last thing that we say about it. Uh, I've got peanuts for the chipmunks. I've had some peanuts. Did you put for them myself. outside? Yeah, put them outside. I don't think they've eaten any yet, but that's fine. It was late in the day. Uh, but if you need peanuts in the shell, they're in the produce section where all the other seeds live. They should be at like Pike Nursery or something or <laughs> somewhere where you can, where you can get marigolds and petunias. Okay, that's it. I'm not mad about it. It's done. All right, and now we continue with no, no- November. Yes. Um. All right, so we have kind of a cool thing that we're like, you know, I don't know, we're going to do. So we're going to Asheville today, um, and we are going to record a bonus road trip episode. Yeah, so we're going to record it in the car, uh, either on the way up or on the way back or both, depending on how much feedback we get from y'all. And then we'll, it'll, it'll just be kind of like a, raw quick release episode maybe we'll dump it out on saturday maybe mm-hmm. we'll just post it but we need your ideas in order to do the episode did you know that we actually have a form on our website where you can send ideas for the show uh did I, you know that? does it just go to the love notes email address or does no. it go somewhere else oh yeah we, i have gotten stuff in that form yeah so you can go to our website callieandchef.com and there is a form. I should have studied this before we got into this. <laughs> I don't know where it is. <laughs> or you could just email Callie at CallieandJeff.com because she's checked her email every day since she said she was going to, right? I still don't know the password. I have to reset it. I know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, I will do that. You can also call 800-434-5454. And we're looking for questions that you want answered topics that you want covered, um, interesting facts that you might want us to debate, just anything that you might talk about on a road trip. Yep. And uh, get that to us. You can email, seriously, email Jeff at CallieandJeff.com. Go to our website, fill out the form, send it to us on Instagram, leave us a message, um, 800-434-5454. Whatever you want to do, just get us get us the the stuff and then we'll we'll record it and we'll see we'll see how it goes. Seems fun, right? Yeah, I think it'll be fun. Are you I, in, are you into it or no? Yeah, I'm into oh, okay. it. I uh, the last um time that we recorded in the car cuz we did that when we went to Hilton Head, remember? And I was like like not giving Jeff a hard time. I was a little skeptical cuz I was like, "Oh, there's going to be so much road noise. It's not going to sound like our show." And we recorded in the car and it was actually really good. So That's I forgot. Sound quality wise, yeah. Yeah, of course it's good. Well, it's good because Jeff Dollar's in the mix. <laughs> Get it? Um, <laughs> I think your sense of humor is starting to wear off on me. Uh, um, so Jeff is really kind of a production nerd. And Jeff was an executive producer and then a producer before that and a producer before that, before he was even an on-air personality. So he knows a lot about audio and I'm anyways. not. I'm not good at it, but I am a stickler for sound quality. What do you mean so- you're not good at it? Like I'm not, there are people who are a million times better than me at it, but I am, I am a stickler about, there are some people who would be like, oh, that's fine. Uh-huh. I will stay up all night, configure the equipment, process it differently until it sounds as close to great as I can. Some people just be like, oh, that's fine. So yeah. yeah Jeff I has high stand, high audio standards. I don't take a lot of pride in, in stuff, but I do take pride in that. Uh, last night we were, uh, I came home after Callie went to bed and I had d- dinner with a friend and I came home and most 
of our devices are, I'm only going to say this word once, and then I'll just refer to it as her. Most of our Alexa devices were unplugged. The one that was still plugged in is the one that was on my desk, and it was blinking yellow. Okay, so here, here's kind of the backstory on yesterday. So I was on Instagram Live, and I could not figure out how to turn like she kept recording me you know what I mean like the little like she made it apparent that she was listening to me then I got the green light and then I couldn't figure out how to deal with it and I was like talking to friends on Instagram live and I just couldn't so I unplugged her and the back back story is that um she is like the other woman in me and Jeff's relationship like there was a while where Jeff all the time was like hey tell me a joke. And she was like making him laugh. And it was like, so she and I did not get off on the best start. Um, then I go to bed. Jeff is a dinner with a friend. I take Ambien. I'm about to be in my perfect Ambien stupor. And she starts blinking green in our bedroom. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm, I'm tired enough and almost asleep enough and, and have Ambien enough to be like, why is she listening to me? Like, is she about to attack me? Like, I don't know what the green light thing is. I Googled it from bed and it said, you have a message. And I'm like, well, my phone's not connected to this stuff. And I don't know. Anyways, but I was so tired. I just ripped her out of the wall. But that's the beautiful thing about it. Your phone doesn't have to be connected. You could just tell her to play your notification. Yeah, but I didn't know. I, I didn't know that. Okay. So I just got frustrated. So I unplugged well, the one that you didn't unplug was because the one in the bedroom was unplugged. The one in the kitchen was unplugged. The one on my desk was blinking yellow. I had never seen that before. Did the same thing Callie did. Put a Google on it. It says that you have a notification. I ask it, her, what the notification is. And she proceeds to tell me that based on my order history, it looks like I am almost out of dog food. And I was like, huh. So I get up and I walk into the kitchen and I open the cabinet where the dog food is. And wouldn't you know it, we have about three days worth of dog food left. I. And then she says, do you want me to order you another bag of dog food? It will be delivered on Thursday. And I say, yes. And then my phone, like 30 seconds later, my phone dings with an email confirmation saying that the order has been placed. It will be delivered on Thursday, your dog food. Jeff is pretty technologically savvy and we use Amazon for everything. Like Jeff orders his deodorant off Amazon and his uh, face. Fake, fake news. I don't wear deodorant. I hate that term, but you don't wear deodorant. Body wash. Body wash I order off Amazon. Um, so it was. Because uh, I don't smell. I'm like a flower. <laughs> It is kind of weird. Um, but where, where was I going with? Oh, Jeff's face when he realized what our technology was capable of. It was almost like the first time that I mean that he was just like, oh, OK, this is it was the world like we're the, living in now. It was like almost like the first time. What? Like it, it, that your world changed. Like, oh, I feel okay. like that was a pivotal point where you're like, wow, the times have changed. Like, this is where we are now. Like, this is really crazy. For, for a minute, I thought, oh, it's time to be scared. Here come the robots. But now I'm like, that's actually brilliant because it's not ba it's not in our house. Like, it didn't hear either of us say out loud, oh, we're almost out of dog food. Like, that didn't happen. It just knows Your spending that, habits. that approximately every, let's say, 30 days or however long it is, I order a new 
17 pound bag of Purina one, whatever. Mm -hmm. Like, and it's seen me do that three times and it's been the exact, it's brilliant. I love it. Genius. And this is why Jeff Bezos is worth a bajillion dollars. (laughs) Right. Amazon is so smart. I, um, also was made aware that Amazon sent sent us is this like a mass is this a news story right now or did this just happen to us um it i'm sure i don't think it's a news story but enough people have posted about it on social media that it wouldn't surprise me if you saw it on the news got it because it was it's a brilliant amazon move they sent a catalog to our house to everyone's house who's everyone's house who's an amazon customer that is a kids activity book but it's a toy catalog also. I mean, yeah, this is just a whole, I, I'm, my mind is blown. Again, I should hate them for that because that's like brainwashing and manipulative. Like to, to disguise a toy catalog as a kid's activity book, that's shady. But, but, but the, the creative person in me and the marketing person in me is like, that's also brilliant. It's brilliant. And again, why Jeff Bezos is worth $5 bajillion. I, and you know what I think? To me, that says that Amazon has to be a little bit nervous of Walmart and a little bit nervous of Target because don't both of those offer, if not delivery, don't they both offer like curbside pickup? They offer curbside pickup and then um, Walmart. Walmart is testing in-home delivery. Right. Which... I don't know, but, um, but that means Amazon's gotta be scared. I don't think they're scared. Here's what I think that is. I think, and Jeff and I have talked about this a couple times before, and Jeff is in this constant state of being jealous of people who are born with this. And we were talking about it, I think last time in relation to Ted Turner, but we had a friend say to us, the reason that Ted Turner is so successful is that he can see around corners. And I think Amazon, like it's not good enough for them to be where they are. The reason they're where they are is because they can always see around the next corner and they're always ahead of everyone else doing it. And who, if, if, if we're reaping the benefits of that, they probably were talking about that 10 years ago. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's not like, like they have to see around corners if they want to remain where they are and keep changing the industry. I mean, we were, um, I was seeing a news story the other day. They are taking the grocery fees out of grocery delivery. Amazon is. Okay. So there's not that $15 a month fee or whatever anymore. Like they're getting rid of it. And I, I think. I don't think I've ever done grocery delivery. So I didn't know that there was a fee. Well, I haven't because it was normally too expensive. Okay. And then now since they've merged with Whole Foods, like the idea is that you can get groceries for the same price that you would get it if you were going to the store. I thought there, I thought the whole gimmick with grocery delivery, I, you probably don't want me to know this, but I thought the whole gimmick with grocery delivery is that if you bought a dozen eggs, like if you went into the grocery store and you bought a dozen eggs and let's say they were three bucks, if you had them delivered, they were four bucks. Like I thought everything was just way, way marked up well, by like 20 or 25%. I think I'm not totally clear on this, but I think Amazon was both. Like I think you could pay a subscription, a subscription and then things like I remember trying to order um, like a, a 
thing of Coke um, for my office. Yeah. Because I'm an assistant. Like a on case, Amazon, like a, like a, a case, case of Coca-Cola. And it was like 15 bucks. I'm like, well, that's like, no, I'm yeah. not paying. It's $3 at Publix or whatever. So I, for a while, I wasn't ordering that. And I haven't gone and checked it recently. But why would I not do that? You know who needs to be scared? Office Depot. You know who needs to be scared? Society. Because we're creating a <laughs> yes. world where no human face-to-face -face interaction is necessary for survival. I know. It's like crazy. You, can, you can subscribe to everything you need to subscribe to. You can have your food delivered to your house. You can have supplies to make your own food delivered to your Vitamins, house. Vitamins, tampons, everything. And I'm living in this world. I'm embracing it. Here's what Amazon needs to do. And, and if you know how to solve, how to handle this, please let us know so we can share it with the world. But you know, when you look something up on a computer mm -hmm. and then the advertisement for that haunts you forever. Yes. So if you, you put a Google, I'm trying to, there was one of them that was just, that was totally random, but I was just curious how much whatever cost. Mm -hmm. I don't remember what it was like a, a bike, a bicycle. Right. So like I Googled it to see how much the bicycle cost. And I was like, Oh, that's more expensive than I thought it was. And then I moved on. I didn't want to buy the bike. I had no interest in the bike. I was just curious. But then when I'm on news websites to read the news, there's an ad for the bike. When I'm on Facebook, there's an ad for the bike. When I'm here, there's an ad for the bike. When there's the boom, boom, boom everywhere. And if you're holiday shopping, that is going to ruin surprises. Okay. Yes. However, I don't think it's on a shared computer. I think if it's a shared account, but like you and I have separate accounts, I would never. Okay. So the computer in your office, yes, I have my own login. If I go in there, it's not showing me ads for what you searched in. Are you sure? Yes. Okay, and, let but, me tell you, and let me tell you why. And what if... Okay, I forgot about the login things. But if if it was just one shared computer and you went and Googled a pair of well, shoes. Well, that would happen anyways. But okay. what the problem is, so the reason I know this is in my assistant work. So I'm logged into all of Robin's stuff all the time. Okay. So I get advertisements for what she's looked up and she'll show me. She'll be like, hey, I bought this pair of cute shoes last night. I'm like, yeah, I know. Like I saw the ad for it. So I always, we're always laughing. I'm like, don't buy anything inappropriate online. Cause it's going to show up in my Facebook ads. Oh, I'm going to know what you're buying. Because it shows up like on your computer yes, at home. If you log into her account, it shows up on your home. My computer. phone is logged into her accounts and uh, all of my accounts. So I think when I get on Facebook from my, you know, desktop, whatever she's looked at on her iPad shows up on my desktop because our accounts are connected on my phone. Because I'm thinking like for the holiday season right around the corner, if because we mainly use the same computer, the same desktop computer, like I'm going to have to go buy things from people in person. Oh, what a horrible thing. I'm going to have to go, <laughs> I'm going to have to go into public and, and spread holiday joy in public. Ugh. Hey, we want to say thank you so much to our advertising partners this week on the upside. These are two, these are two companies that were very early to come on board with our show, and we appreciate them. The first one is Hemp Fusion. Hemp Fusion is CBD, and you know this. Not all CBD is created equal. You can go into the same place where you buy gas 
and buy CBD at the checkout register and, and but pay please for, don't and pay for it through the bulletproof glass. You can also pay uh, a gazillion dollars through the specialty boutique firms. You don't have to do that either. You can go to hempfusion.com and get CBD that is uh, infused with omegas and terpenes and other natural ingredients so that it gets absorbed into your body and into your system even more than CBD and better than CBD alone. doesn't matter if you're fighting stress, if you're trying to sleep, or if you need more energy, they've got you covered. Go to hempfusion.com. Use the code word UPSIDE. When you check out, you will save 20% off your first order and get free shipping. That's hemp fusion.com. The code word is upside for 20% off. Thank you so much. Also to Skillshare, who's another one of our ad partners that we love Skillshare. It is a website that you go to that has classes on virtually anything you could want to know about. So Thanksgiving is right around the corner. And if you're hosting, or maybe you're going to someone's house and you want to take something nice, um, they have classes like how to arrange grocery store flowers. So Take the classes, prepare yourself for Thanksgiving. They also have a ton of cooking classes on there. So that would be another good thing to take. Right now, they have a special offer for Upsiders and you go to skillshare.com slash Upside. They're going to give you two free months of whatever classes you want to take. That's skillshare.com slash Upside. In honor of my 46th birthday, which I don't know if you're you know aware, but is happening. Really? You have a yeah. birthday? Mm -hmm. Weird. So, uh... I put a Google on people who found crazy success over the age of 40. Oh, okay. Let's hear it. Let's hear it. One just, of them is Kevin. No, Kevin Hart's been around. I keep bringing everything. <laughs> Kevin Hart, Hart just turned 40. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got confused. And then he posted, he wrote on Instagram and said, this is going to be the greatest year of my life. And then he literally broke his back. Yes. Then he, then he said, well, next year is going to be good. Uh, so these are... Uh, the, the, some people, there's a ton of them, but here are some people who found crazy success after the age of 40. Uh, Martha Stewart. Really? Yep. Uh, she worked on Wall Street and she had a catering firm. But when her first book came out at age 41, that's when wow. she really started to uh, started to be successful. Vera Wang, right? She does the wedding dresses and stuff. Yeah. Okay. She's a big she, designer. Uh, she decided at age 40, she decided at age 40 that she wanted to be a designer. Mm -hmm. She commissioned her own wedding dress and then opened her first boutique the following year. That's insane. So not only did she find tremendous success after the age of 40, but she like pivoted her entire career. So cool. Um, the husband and wife team of Tim and Nina... Zagat, I think that's how you say it, but mm -hmm. they're the ones who do those famous restaurant guides. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't they do like wines too? They decided at age 42 that they would give up their legal careers and start reviewing restaurants. They recently sold to Google. Oh my gosh. Do you know who Harland Sanders is? No. Uh, he was broke at the age of 65, but then he opened up a restaurant called Kentucky Fried Chicken. No way. Yep. Colonel Sanders. Oh my gosh. Charles Darwin, you know, the guy, the scientist, uh, you know, the theory of evolution. Yes. Uh, his first book came out at age 50. Samuel Jackson was 46 years old and in recovery from heroin and cocaine addiction when he starred with John Travolta in Pulp Fiction. That's insane. Yep. 
Uh, Ray Kroc was uh, 50 years old when he bought the first McDonald's in 1961. That blows my mind. If you haven't seen that movie. I was just going to say that. What was the name of it again? The, um, is it The Founder? Yes. The Founder. It's a really cool story about oh, the so neat. about the guy who who started McDonald's and how it came about and how he leveraged it to be worth millions and billions of dollars. We should watch that again because it has a really inspirational undertone of like everyone thinking you're a total lunatic and doing it anyways. And then here's uh one last one. Uh, a guy named Sam had a small chain of stores and then he decided to open one big superstore in 1962. He was 44 years old. The name of the store? Walmart. Walmart. Sam Walton. Same Sam Walton. So he opened up Walmart at 44. We talk a lot about the show, um, on the show, about positivity. But I think it's also important, um, and we're very open about this, about talking about imperfection, talking about feelings, being really open and honest about that with each other. And I am such a believer that there is such thing as toxic positivity. We were actually kind of worried about it. And we've, we say this on the show a lot, not only to let you know, but also to keep ourselves in check. We don't ever want to be, um, on social media or on this show or or anywhere talking about how life is great all the time and things are wonderful and if you just stay positive and have gratitude and be optimistic your life will be wonderful it will be easier and it will be more enjoyable yes but it will not be perfect and if and if you are interacting with somebody who is trying to make you believe that I'm not going to tell you to stop watching them or being a part of their community, but I will say, uh, just be careful because when, when things do go sideways, don't feel like a failure. And I think in the journey of positivity, it's also important. Like, I feel like there's this cultural message of, you're either perfectly positive and and nice and kind and perfect all the time, or you are like a jerk and dramatic. And like, it seems so extreme. Like you have to be one or you have to be the other. And I don't think that it's that way. Um, but a lot of people, I think we get in a habit of like when we're encouraging other people to be positive about being overly positive and perfect. And I think that can have, um, the opposite effect. And there's this great, um, segment that GMA did with this woman named Whitney Hawkins Goodman and her Instagram handle is sit with wit. And she has this really cool account. That's really positive, but it's like honest positivity. Like we talk about on here and she defined toxic positivity. And I thought it was really great. Here's what she said. Toxic positivity is when we meet somebody with a platitude advice or a statement, and it leaves them feeling like they don't have to be room or they don't have room to be vulnerable, explain themselves or share how they're feeling. This might be when someone comes to you with a problem and you say, come on, it's not that bad. Get over it. Everything's going to be fine. And she had this, um, table. So, so the thought is, if if you are toxic positivity is if you meet somebody who is troubled with something dismissive 
that makes them feel worse for being troubled than you are spreading toxic positivity. Is that right? Yeah. So basically what they're saying is like, we want to, you want to encourage other people and, and praise other people for being honest about how they feel and being in touch with how they feel. And she says there, she has a list of things that would be considered dismissive positivity, such as um, you'll get over it. Just be positive, good vibes only, which I am totally guilty of saying, um, think happy thoughts, never give up, just be happy. Everything happens for a reason. And um, then on the contrast of that, she provides examples of things that give validation and hope to people, which is great. And these are harder sentences, at least for me. These sentences don't come naturally, but I think this is worth discussing on here because I think it's a good message to send that that digs a little deeper. Especially and- during the holidays, because what every everybody is, everything is amped up during the holidays. Mm-hmm. Um, but there, I think it's also the time of year when people try to push down their negative emotions because you're supposed to be happy and joyful and excited and whatever. And I do think those positive emotions are amped up, but I also think people feel stressed and anxious and lonely and worried and, um, troubled and concerned and all those negative things. So it's almost like those feelings rise up too, but get pushed down even more because, oh, I don't want to be the one who is, I don't want to be the only one who's stressed this holiday season about money. I don't want to be the only one who's worried about being lonely at Thanksgiving. It's okay to not be okay. Right. It's okay. It will always get better, but life isn't perfect. Here are some suggestions of um, things that she say will give people validation and hope when they, when they come to you with something. This is hard. You've done hard things before, and I believe in you. Um, what's the what's her response? Like you said, that saying to somebody "good vibes only" is like not a great thing to say. What? Well, she- her opposite of that, which I don't totally love, but it, all vibes are welcome. Um, instead of stopping so negative, it's pretty normal to have some negative feelings in the situation. Um, think instead of, well, I, the, I think that what was it? All vibes are welcome. Yeah. I just don't think that's conversation. Like, that's just not something that would be in my, no, but I don't think you would say it just like that. But if somebody was saying, God, you know, I feel blah, 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 and blah, 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 and blah, blah, blah. Like I like validating those feelings. I know I'm supposed to be in a great mood because it's Christmas or whatever. And saying, you don't, nobody, there's a, ain't no law. You don't have yeah. to be in a great mood. Like you can, you can have a bad day. Um, okay. So instead of think happy thoughts, how about it's probably pretty hard to be positive right now. I'm putting some good energy into the world for you. Um, instead of never give up, what is your ideal outcome? Sometimes giving up is okay. Let's walk through some options. Um, just be happy instead of saying that. How about it's never fun to feel like this? Is there something we can do today that you would enjoy? You know what? I, you know, all of these responses involve the word we and not you. Yes. Like, what can we do to get through this? Mm-hmm. So the person who is feeling, who's got the negative energy, who's doesn't not feel so great, alone. Doesn't feel alone. Like, hey, how could let's? What can we do? to see all the possible outcomes. There's the last two I really like. It says, um, instead of it could be worse, 
How about it's probably really hard to see the good in this situation, to see any good in this situation. So like acknowledging how the other person feels. Something else you could say is it doesn't get any worse than this. You are at the lowest you could possibly be. So now there's only where to go, only one way to go, and that's up. How about that? I don't know. That kind of makes you sad. I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, everything happens for a reason. Instead of saying that, um, how about this doesn't make sense right now, but we'll sort it out. I I hate the phrase everything happens for a reason because I don't believe it. I have heard that so much surrounding like our pregnancy journey. It's crazy. I feel like everything has a purpose. Like, and, and this might be splitting hairs, you mm -hmm. know, like this conversation might be splitting hairs. I do feel like everything has a purpose. And, and like, we've talked on the show before about stepping stones, mm -hmm. like every single step that you take has a purpose to get you to another place. Right. Um, but the, everything happens for a reason. I have a hard time buying into that mm -hmm. because sometimes they don't mm -hmm. like sometimes things just happen mm -hmm. and it's going to throw your day off and it's going to throw your week off and it might even throw a couple weeks off and it might um, cost you money and it might cost you heartache, but sometimes it doesn't, I think that's just have, a lazy have a reason. Some, I think it's just a la I think it's a lazy form answer that we've kind of gotten used to without even thinking about maybe how that makes someone makes someone feel. Um, and I know I've been thinking a lot more about how I phrase things lately, but yeah, everything happens for a reason. Even if you believe that, cause I do believe like, believe that there's a purpose and a, I, I believe that there's like a, a re you will, there's a growth reason in everything that I go through. Like, I really believe that, but I don't want to hear that when well, I'm upset about it. Like, I, I don't want to hear that everything happened. Like, that's not, it's not helpful. Um, so I think by nature at that point, that phrase can come off a little condescending, you know? Yeah, but I'm still going to agree to disagree on that because I think there's a difference between purpose and reason. No, I agree with you. I'm like, agreeing with you. Like, okay. Like, sometimes, like, if you're, if it's a busy day and you're moving quickly and you break a glass and you cut your hand so bad that you've got to go to urgent care and get 10 stitches, mm -hmm. like there doesn't have to be a bigger purpose in that mm -hmm. or anything. Like there was no reason for that happening. Like the purpose, I guess, I guess I'm, I don't know. I think I I'm, get what you're, I I'm get splitting what you're hairs between the reason and the purpose. Sometimes it's okay to say, okay, let me, I think by dismissing stuff as everything has a happens for a reason, mm -hmm. you're not allowing somebody just to say, yeah, that was bad luck. I was clumsy. I didn't, you know, yeah. that, that was unfortunate. I should have slowed down and I, before I backed into that pole, whatever. So I think the whole reason that I, I wanted to bring this up is, um, just to encourage when we're talking to each other to be really mindful of how we interact with each other and to try to be encouraging and less isol isolating. And, you know, it if someone is expressing emotion, like it's okay to feel that way and I'm here for you. And, you know, even if it's not a huge thing and it's just a bad day. Thank you for listening to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. Please make sure you've subscribed so you never miss an episode of The Upside.
We brainstormed on the show earlier this week an idea to all meet up at a screening of the Mr. Rogers film that comes out later this month. And it was a great idea. We were gonna get a group together on the Facebook page. It was gonna be awesome. Except they don't even have times for the movie yet. Yeah, we may have gotten like a tad um, ahead of ourselves, but we are still gonna do it. So our plans are like not to run out of movie theater or anything. So what we're gonna do is we're gonna wait till the movie times come out. Then we're gonna decide where we're going and then we will tell you. And then if you wanna come, buy tickets and we'll cry together. Yeah, we'll all uh, hang out at the same movie theater and enjoy a little Fred Rogers, who, by the way, is the close of the show, if you haven't heard it yet. That's his, somebody asked where that came from. It's his commencement address to Dartmouth in 2002, I believe. You can put a Google on it and watch the whole uh, speech. And he's never not in character. No, he's he's amazing. I I love him. This is Mary from Powder Springs, and I just called to tell you guys that I got in the car, started the car up, the music came on, and Gabe, my four-year-old, who's in the back seat, said, what did you say? Turn Callie and Jeff on radio. She said, turn Callie and Jeff on. So I just wanted you to know that your show, your podcast makes our day, and hope you guys have a great one. This is Maggie from Lawrenceville, Georgia. I love, love, love your show. And I was just calling um, to challenge people uh, to give an extra helping of gratitude to people uh, during this holiday season, particularly those who are working in industries that are open and serving people on actual holidays. Um, You see a first responder or a hospital, if you're at a hotel or you're flying on, on Christmas or Thanksgiving, you're at a store, just spend an extra moment to genuinely tell that individual how much you really appreciate them helping you. A little bit goes a long way, and you may end up being their upside. Thanks. Bye-bye. This is Natasha from Lilburn. I love the little tips and tricks that you guys are handing out today on the upside, one of them being the undo shake on the iPhone. But I wanted to let you know on a little extra secret for your secret, Jeff, is that it's not limited to just the Note app on the iPhone. You can do it on anything. If you're in Safari, if you're in a text message, and you start typing something and then you delete it and you want to undo it, you don't have to shake it violently, as Callie was doing, but you just turn your phone to the left and to the right and to the left and to the right, and then it will ask you if you want to undo what you just did. Basically, your control Z for the iPhone. Hope this helps, everybody. Have a great day. Hello, friends. I was listening to Tuesday's episode and had to tell you, <laughs> excuse me. Um, so, yeah, Wegmans may be great, but as a Texan, I have to let you know that nothing compares to HGB. So, Bucky's is amazing. So, um, I will see your Wegmans and raise you an ATV and a Bucky. And that's from the great state of Texas. I lived in Syracuse. Uh, I went there for school and then um, lived there for about seven years. Love Wegmans. My family is in uh, northeastern Pennsylvania. When they got their first one, that was my big thing. I gave everyone Wegmans gift cards for Christmas. 
because I loved Wegmans. Then I moved to Atlanta, lived there for about 12 years, no Wegmans. I cried all the time. I missed Wegmans, and now I don't live there anymore. I don't live in Atlanta, and Wegmans is coming back. It's not right. But I'm so happy for you guys, especially a mile away. I'd be like living there. Love you guys. Bye. So in all that you do, in all of your life, I wish you the strength and the grace to make those choices which will allow you and your neighbor to become the best of whoever you are.